Welcome to Coffee Bar Stories, a small town comedy and DTZ entertainment presentation, hosted by Dad and Son. Welcome to the Coffee Bar Stories, episode two. And tonight's episode, it might be a little not safe for work, so if you have young ones around, you may not want to listen to it out loud with them around. But other than that, we're going to take it off to Dad, and he's going to explain to you what the show's about tonight. All right, welcome, and uh, tonight I'm going to ask my son about big question, I guess, about the first time he had smoked pot, and uh, then... I will tell him about the first time I smoked pot, and hopefully, I haven't heard this, so hopefully my anger will raise up or nothing, and we'll be all right with this. It shouldn't be too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'm sure it's not. Um, So what we'll do is I'll go ahead and let you kick it off. So how was the first time you smoked pot? Well, actually, who with? And well about and about how old you were because you know how old you are now yeah so it was about what five years ago now six years ago um and uh it was when i after i graduated high school so i went with a bunch of friends on i went to vacation to go see a bunch of friends and we uh they were graduating too and for my buddy's graduation uh beau's graduation he was uh his sister gave a, him and me, since I graduated before them, uh, an ounce of weed each. She, okay. um, yeah, because uh, Eric came back. He was one of our buddies from a very long time ago, and he finally came back from being put away in like the juvenile hall for marijuana. He, oh, good. Yeah, he was the biggest pothead of the group. None of us has ever smoked before, and. We all just, we all show up to Bo's house. It was the main place to go. And that's when I meet Eric for the first time. And I get with all the other buddies. It was me, Eric, Bo, and then our buddy Seabass and his little brother E. Seabass. Yeah, he liked to be called Seabass. And if you didn't call him Seabass, he would not respond to you. Oh, man. Yeah. So, Seabass. Uh, Kick his Seabass. Basically. He was, if, if you had a problem... And you didn't want to sick bow on a, on the person or Eric, you sick sea bass because he'll oh, make sure the boy. job's done. And he's not going to use brute force first. He's going to get into your mind and tear you down that way. Yeah. And then when worst comes to worst, he'll knock you out. Oh. But, I mean, you're a nice guy there. He's, he's all right for the most part. It, this was before he started drinking. So it, he was he didn't divulge as further as he did in life. But okay. we all go to the... Um, abandoned tracks uh next to the uh park in town um it was right next to the beach in the marina so it was some tracks i guess they weren't being used but there was two other sets right in front of them that were used there was uh, a train actually stopped right there and i've seen the train there for years and it's when i came back for the time i was up there it still had not moved and so we decided to sit by the uh, box. I guess it's a control box or something, but it was like gutted out or whatnot. So Eric had it popped open, and we're all just sitting there smoking out of his bowl. And I can't remember what it was that we were smoking because he told us don't bring the shit that we got from uh, Bo's sister when for the, the graduation present. She said don't. He said don't bring that. I'm gonna buy some stuff and we'll get high. 
He's like, don't waste your stuff just yet. He was like, we got, we'll plan something for that. So we're like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so we get high, and I get a text from my grandma saying, hey, I'm at our aunt's house. They all want to see you. The whole church is here and everything, too. They all want to see how you're doing. It's been a while since they've seen you. So I'm like, oh, God, guys, I have to leave. I have to go see my aunt and my grandma, and I have to go and talk to them, and I am really stoned. Like, I don't think I can hide this whatsoever. <laughs> I'll tell you what, son. This, don't, this ain't boding well for you as a good story. I mean, you, the people, I hope I hope you ain't talking to half of them anymore. Oh, God, no. Thank God. But, uh, Just two so, of them currently. But, and you're going to grandma's? We were going to uh, the uh, aunts. Uh, I don't know. Who, how in relation it is to grandma all i know is it's one of my oh, aunts it's one of your grandma and aunts? it's okay. it's one of the religious side too but oh lord yeah though so and uh, lucky for me or unlucky for me the train tracks we were at was like a block away from where the aunt lived so they're like you gotta hide it buddy you can do this we believe in you yeah. go in there chill around for two hours then dip out tell them you gotta leave that you promised us that she'd hang up back so like all right i don't think it's gonna work that way but we'll try so i show up and i don't know how to get into the house and i'm just walking around front and back a couple of times you don't know how to go to the front door I, it was locked i the grandma said to just come on in when i got there so i assume knocking wasn't gonna work i didn't think about it i was really oh, stoned Lord. And so I, I light a cigarette, and uncle and my uncle Phil comes out, and he's like, "How you doing, buddy?" And um, he's like, "You smoking a cigarette before you come in?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen everybody." He was like, "I came to do the same exact thing you're doing." He was like, "A lot of people. Everybody's getting on my nerves." And so we just started talking, told him about my day, but I obviously omitted the fact that I was stoned, and everything. And then we end up going inside. And he didn't get mad. Mm -mm. He he didn't care. He was uh, he was like, I understand the need for the cigarette right now, buddy. He didn't he guess he, if he knew I was stoned, he didn't say anything. Oh okay. But I thought you I don't, you told him. No, I didn't tell him anything about me being high. All I said was basically how the graduation went for me, how the graduation went for my cousin and whatnot, and then basically why I was up there. Okay. And then I go inside, and the first person I see is the priest. And he's oh. all like, how are you doing, son? You doing all right? Everything going on great in your life? And he's just staring me down. <laughs> <laughs> and looking you in the eye because it's, it's, that's yeah. how, you, how it's done. Mm -hmm. It's a sign of respect. You yeah, know? and I'm trying not to break <laughs> oh, eye contact. Man. I'm trying not to look away. I'm trying not to embarrass myself either. And I'm trying my best to just be a normal person. And it didn't dawn on me till halfway through like the whole congregation of me being there that i was wearing one of my death metal shirts oh no yeah thank god it, it was already tattered and torn enough to where it just looked like it was a color splat on the front with just like a skull on it oh, okay. so it it didn't look offensive thank god and but i'm, I'm glad it wasn't cause, no because you know, that's embarrassing there son it really is i didn't think about it halfway through i was lucky enough to have a hoodie on yeah. i think it was even Maybe the one I'm wearing now, but I just uh -huh. covered up for the most part. But, I mean, it was really nice to see everybody while I was there. But the only thing I could think of while I was there was, I really need some water, and I really, really need to leave. So you had some massive cotton mouth going on there. Oh, yeah. You had to 
looking for that water that we're mm-hmm. And Grandma's keeps coming by me asking me if I'm okay and whatnot. And I'm just saying I'm a little tired, Grandma. <laughs> Jet lagged from the ride up here and whatnot. She was like, that sounds about right. And like I didn't sleep the night before, just making up as many excuses as I can. Oh, and, I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Paranoia. Yeah, but surprisingly <laughs> enough, I was able to get out of that entire uh, just congregation unfazed. Nobody said anything about me being high, and if anybody did suspect it, they didn't tell anybody else because it wasn't pointed out. Nobody pulled me aside, and Grandma didn't say anything about it. So I'm like, all right, we did it. Now let's make sure this never happens again. Because that, I don't, it probably was one of the easiest, like, going to's. Like, if I had to do it now while I was high, I'd be nothing. But when I did it, I was freaking out. It was the it was the the poster child of you smoke marijuana you're gonna freak out about everything. That's how I felt. You just you weren't portraying it out out towards them. It just mm-hmm. inside, it was just in- inside, and I felt like every little move that I did was just personified ten times outwards towards everyone else. Every little movement I made, they'd be like, "Why is he doing that?" Or "Why is he moving so much?" When <laughs> they already know that I'm just a hyperactive kid anyway, and all I did was jitter. And I'm just making it a big mountain out of this molehill that didn't even exist. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I, I get it. It's, the, it's building up, building up. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I get the part where it's, it seems like everybody there knows. And it's just like, like there's a neon sign over yep, your head basically flashing the, stoned, yeah. stoned, stoned. And then I, we leave, I leave the congregation. Grandma goes home. She says I'm able to leave early for whatever reason. I think she were, could tell I was bored or something. Or she wanted me to go hang out with my friends because I think I had to go do something with her in the church at the thing I promised to do already. Right. So I was like, all right, bye-bye. Ha- everyone have a good time. Hugged some people, left. And I met back up with uh, Bo, Eric, and Seabass. And they didn't have E. And if Seabass is with us, it's guaranteed that E is there because if he is not there someone's getting their ass whooped because yeah. he has he has to be there he carts him around everywhere it's basically Seabass is E's personal watchdog he oh, has okay. to watch him the parents just after 12 kids they popped out they're like alright this one's your problem you watch him oh man and they're like where's E man where's he at and Seabass is like nah you're, you guys are, you're gonna love this you're gonna love this he's grabbing as much weed as he can buy we gave him 300 bucks. Don't ask where the money came from. Just know that we got it. We gave it to E. We're going to see how much weed he can get. We're just going to we're gonna go all out. Eric said, if you guys want to bring some of the weed that you got from graduation present, do it. We're going to go all out. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Fine. That's fine by me. Like, I didn't, I didn't know if I was going to continue smoking after my time up there or not. So I'm like, okay, whatever. A little, big blow, a little hard, aren't Yeah, we? a big ball smoke out. Why not? I didn't. I, I don't know about this. Yeah, man. I didn't either. So we went to the. Uh, it was late at night at this point, since it's the, still the same day, and right. basically it's late at night, around nine o'clock, maybe eight thirty, and we're okay. at this one spot, uh, next to the beach, and it's been like zoned for construction, but it hasn't been done nothing with. Like they've been waiting on permits or something, so oh, they're okay. just. They have some stuff sitting there, but mainly it's just they have a cat truck sitting there and then maybe okay caterpillar yeah and then a giant mountain that was dug up that for whatever reason like maybe pushing dirt away or something no what that's for that's 
That's dirt they bring. That's excavated okay. dirt they brought over. But yeah, they had that around. So we sat around that, and Bo brought his girlfriend. E finally came back with like three ounces of weed that he ended up smoking. That's a lot of marijuana, it, buddy. It, it is that he ended up smoking like an ounce of before he got there. Holy cow! I know. Uh, e did smoke a lot. He smoked a lot more than we did, but he was also the paranoid smoker like constantly paranoid being like i ain't got no smoke man did you hear that cop car yeah uh yeah i know i know those oh but I'm... we're we're in the we're in the position there's like 10 of us at this point yeah and we finish all of it and i thought i was gonna tap out because i'm like i can't this is way too much i can't breathe but Eric's like, just keep going, man. Just keep going. He's like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance. Are you ever going to do this again? I'm like, probably not. Fuck it. It's not Half of this isn't even mine anyway. So screw it. So we're going through it. And then we get to the point to where it's all gone. And we're all way too stoned for our own good. So we decide to walk down the beach into the park and just start doing laps till we sober up a little bit to just go home to where we have to. And all I can remember is looking at my phone constantly being like, is it 929 guys? Asking every five seconds because time to me felt like it was flying by. Every step I took felt like months were passing. I'm over here like I had a job lined up before I left and told them I'd only be gone for three months before they could hire me guys. I, I'm supposed to be back. And they're like, dude, it's only four minutes from the last time you asked us what time it is. And I'm like, that's impossible, man. <laughs> Apparently oh I had man. a phone call with somebody, one of my friends from uh, over here. And I was in the phone call with them for about like five hours. And okay. When I texted them and they're like, what did we talk about? They're like, we didn't talk about nothing. You were freaking out wondering what planet you were on. It was, I don't remember half of that night. And every time I hang out with them, I try to get them to remember to piece it back together for me. Because all I remember is we didn't do anything bad. It wasn't like we were vandalizing stuff or like destroying property. We just walked through the park. Right. But we were blown out of our minds. Well, I'm glad you guys were just, you know, I mean... Getting that 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 high is a little little too much. But, oh, it definitely was. But the fact that you guys, more or less, all you did was you know you did laps around a park, mm-hmm. you know, and didn't knock things over or tear nothing up or chase I, off any animals. I or felt whatever. like I had to be a that, mediator. That's nice. Um, at, least, at least that there's safe mm-hmm. and, and respect. How it is and how it is now. Whenever I, I go out there and I smoke with them, is I feel like I have to be a mediator. Bo is always Bo and Eric are the two that you have to worry about. They will go run off. The first thing they can find to fuck up, they'll go fuck it up. But only if Eric tells Bo to do it. And Seabass, followers. Yeah, and Seabass and E, you got to worry about them too. Just pissing on anything for whatever reason. They just want to urinate on everything. Uh. (laughs) I'm just glad it wasn't crapping on everything because I ain't waiting, man. You want to drop trow, let out a log, you got five seconds, and then I'm walking. But I think I think it's about time it, you uh, so, evaluate these friends of yours. Oh, no. I don't hang out with Seabassery anymore. I, it's, they've dropped off the face of the earth. Me, Eric, and Bo, we can't get a handle or even a hold of them whatsoever. But well, Eric and Bo, they've reined it way back now. They've Bo just wants to work in his uh, whole mechanic hobby. Yeah. And Eric, I think, is trying to pursue some type of uh, cannabis industry position. 
Well, so nothing wrong with that. Yeah, they've they've, they've yeah. moved on. They've but, moved on from pot being all about us to I smoke pot, but I'm looking to make a career out of something different. That I just smoke pot my free time. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that uh, your your buddies and you you know come straightened out, and got rid of the riffraff. Yeah. And but, stuff. I mean. I mean, this time came. We were going to grow apart eventually. Like, we we were only able to do so much with the time of me being out there anyway. So, yeah. most of it, if not all of it, was us just smoking pot anyway. So, we were going to get, like, ma most of it out of our system anyway. Of it being our lives. Because that's okay. all we were doing. Okay, I Because now, it's, it's something that I feel like I can smoke a little bit, but I don't want to do it constantly all throughout the day to do. Right. Like, well, I'd rather yeah, that, get my other stuff done first. That's called, yeah, that's a stoner there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, that puts an end to my story of it. Uh, what's yours, your first time getting high? My first time would have been probably in high school. It, I think it was freshman freshman year. I'd, uh... Yeah, the summer actually is the summer going into my freshman year. I had a, a pass to the pool, and I'd spend my summers all day long at the pool. And a friend of mine that I had uh, gone to school with there, he had uh, come over and, and said, Hey, man, you know, I know this guy he lives right over here, and he's uh, in a band and all this. And, He's like, man, you want to go over there and check out his equipment, his guitars and whatnot? I was like, yeah, why not, you know? Mm -hmm. So we left the, the the pool and we walked over to this guy's house, which is like, we walked like across a, a long block and then went down it, mm -hmm. maybe t seven houses, I guess, seven, eight, ten houses at the very most. No, it'd be about six, seven houses, right? Okay. So we go to this guy's house. And I, I, I knew him, but he was older than I was, so I never hung out with him, but I knew of him. Yeah. And we're in there, and he's showing his guitar and everything, and just lights up this doobie like it's no big deal. And I'm, holy cow, this is, I mean, the early, early 80s. Uh, no, late 80s, I guess. Okay. Been late 80s. And so it it's was still extremely taboo at that point. Extremely. I mean, you know, that it's uh, it, it's still like on the fed, how it is on the federal, but I mean, because was when was state level. Too. Yeah, when was Reefer Madness put out? Oh, that came out way before my time. Okay, was, so it, it was still riding off of that, though, basically, around that, your time. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they just, it was on the government's list, so they just mm. left it. But it, it was free, uh, weird for me to see this you know i was like whoa wow okay you know because i've heard of heard about it and everything yeah. you know and this you know i'm not even a freshman yet really i i am but i'm not i haven't started school or nothing I'm yeah just the summer before and we're sitting there and i'm like well i don't want to look like an idiot mm -hmm. and stuff so i act like joe cool and i'm like yeah i know I, i've smoked before hands me the, the joint and i hit it pass it on and at this time i didn't smoke cigarettes yeah. The only thing I was doing at that time, I was I did dip and stuff. And I did do uh, dip and a pouch. Both. I did both kinds and stuff. But, uh, but I knew how to, you know, smoke. Yeah. So I hit, I hit the joint, passed it on. Probably maybe went around, I don't know, I, I think I got maybe five hits out of it. 
and then we sit there maybe six seven minutes why they're they're talking about something i didn't know about a band or something like yeah. that and i'm just listening and sitting there next thing i know the guy's lighting up another joint i'm like well shit you know and as he passed it to me i hit it i pass it on and blow it out and i'm like man that stuff's pretty potent, you know? Yeah. And not realizing, because it's my very first time, I'm feeling the effects from the first one. Now it's starting to hit. Yeah. These guys are warming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they pass, you know, I, I go through the motions again. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to feel like, make them yeah. feel like you're not a part of it. No, right. Not. So I get, I think we do two joins, two and a half. I remember they fired up a third one. I do remember that. They fire up a third one. Yeah. And... It goes around, I think, once, and what ended up happening is we all got in them, or they, actually, they, them two started talking. I was extremely stoned. Yeah. I mean, I was like a, it hit me like a ton of bricks, and I'm really just trying to understand what the hell I'm at, and mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of lost in a way, but I'm, I know this dude, so it's cool, and the other guy, but I'm sitting there, and they're talking and talking. Next thing I know, they're talking about a, a, a guitar shop. Yeah. And I'm like, looking at him like, guitar shop, you know? And okay, that's what we, we're here for. Well, they get up. And they're like, hey, man, we're going to head on over to such and such guitar place. And I was like, oh, okay. And we walk out, and I, they get on this, uh, the dude had a, like a, dirt bike legal dirt bike right on the street yeah 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 one of those and they hopped on that and took off and i'm standing in front of the guy's house looking across the street like where am i at (laughs) i mean literally where am i at i have no clue where i am i don't know how i got here i don't know anything i mean I am so lost. The only place I know I need to get back to is the pool. Yeah. That's that's the only place you were at. Yeah. So I was like looking up and down the street, getting flustered too. Mm -hmm. It's like, why can't I, you know, I I don't understand where to, you know, what's going on here. So I just said, screw it. I'm going to walk this way. Mm -hmm. And maybe something will look familiar, I guess. I don't know. I'll just walk. Hell, I don't know. At this point, I'm just going. Yeah. So I'm walking down the street and I'm just, if people probably looking out windows, if they could have, if they were, they were looking out the windows at me, they probably think I'm the most craziest kid in the world. Uh-huh. So I'm just walking down the street, not very fast or not, but my head's on a swivel and I'm just looking all over the place, like at houses and tops of them, tree, just on head on a swivel, like, where am I? You know, I, I got a, my face had to have that expression of like a wonder, like where the hell, you know? Yeah. And uh, I, I'm walking. Next thing I know, I look straight ahead of me, and I'm coming towards the end of the street, mm-hmm. and I see this fence and and stuff behind it. I'm like, oh, I recognize that. And I keep walking, but as I'm walking towards it, and I recognize, and I'm recalling what it is, I'm like, but where do I go from there? <laughs> So, this is so getting, you know where you're at the first place, but then you're completely lost. I, yeah, I'm like, time. I know what that is. I'm, I get there. I okay, you know, but where am I going from there? <laughs> and I'm just oh, no. like walking, and I'm just scratching my head like, damn idiot, you know, mm-hmm. looking so confused. 
I get to the end of the street and it's, it goes to along a gauge street with a dead end, basically a defense cross street. Yeah. And I look down the street one way and I see nothing but the fence on one side and houses with streets protruding off of them. Yeah. Going the same way I just came from. I'm like, man, I don't recognize nothing that way. I turn my head and look the other way and right there going across the street. Yeah. Just maybe a block over there. Was the pool? Of course it was. I look. I'm like, oh, there's the pool. Oh, and I, I I jogged over there, and I go over to where the sitting area is and hanging out with my friends, that you know some other friends from the pool. Yeah. That came over to sitting here. I I go and sit with them, and they're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm just like, oh man, uh, no, I'm cool. And they're like, man, you were so stoned. It ain't funny. I'm like, man, do I look stoned? You know, because then I just come out of it oh I'm yeah like, i'm caught you know yeah and i'm like man yeah i'm high as guy you know but actually that helped me with them being there yeah because then i was like okay it was a sense but, of normalcy yeah and i go to but the one thing i do remember i went to smoke a cigarette for some reason mm-hmm. they handed me a cigarette oh because they were smoking i was like oh give me a cigarette yeah i'll tr- do it you know because i had smoked maybe one or two before you yeah. know before at different but you, times but, but didn't actually smoke right. maybe once or twice socially with a friend but not <laughs> actually on your own right that's basically how that worked and i just uh i lit the cigarette i'm inhaling it i'm like this don't taste like it normally does you know like the yeah. other two times you know cause, and stuff and growing up with parents that smoked and everything mm-hmm. it didn't smell the same or nothing i smoked the cigarette and i i smoked the whole thing and everything and it just was weird it was real heavy in my mouth yeah it inhaled you know the mm-hmm. smoke i guess being so high and sensitive i could feel it and stuff like that and i knew it wasn't laced or anything i didn't think that yeah but i i was i had to probably spent maybe another hour with them guys just sitting there and we were you know they would talk you know the, my friends would be talking and, and try to get me to come out of it and then i would yeah. you know some but it it for for the first time it i was it was weird i was like the being lost and everything like that i was mm-hmm. just like man and then i had to ride my bike home and the and from where the pool was to my house was probably about a eh, quarter mile at least yeah and uh half mile maybe now about a quarter mile i believe and on a bike that's kind of a journey you know i had the dirt bike uh freestyle bikes and stuff like the dinos and well, that's old school. I don't know if you guys even know what those are. BMX bikes. Yeah, I know what I that is. I had one of those. Yeah, you do tricks on and stuff uh-huh. like that. Because I did that stuff in school, too. I, that was the thing. But I remember riding home and concentrating to get to the house. I didn't have a problem getting home. Mm-hmm. And I thought, as I'm getting home, I guess because of the way I'm getting there, the familiarization of everything just soaking in because it's... Yeah. You know, my surroundings I seen more often than not mm-hmm. up at, than the other spots was and stuff. And I thought, oh, man, okay, I'm cool now. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm going to go in the house. <laughs> I go I go and I put my bike in 
the side on the side of the house. No, in the garage. I do put it in the garage, but I come around and I go through the front door mm-hmm. and stuff. And all of a sudden, soon as I shut the door and turn around, I see grandma and grandpa sitting there. Yeah. Right? Your grandparents. And grandma just looking at me. And I'm just like, all of a sudden, I feel like I'm back like I was when I just left that house. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, it stone just, cold sober. Oh, man, it hit me. No, I can't. It, it came back like a oh, ton of bricks did at it? me. That's even I, worse. All of a sudden, I, I, I don't know if it was placebo or what, but I felt even stone, even more stone. I was like, oh, man, trying to play off. I'm cool <laughs> and everything. Oh, and grandma and grandma asked me questions I don't have answers to or don't understand. Yeah. Grandpa's like looking at me like, what'd you do, dumbass? <laughs> you know, he, you know he's, he's cool about it. He. If he knows anything, he's just keeping his mouth shut. He's like, I ain't adding fuel to the fire because you know how grandma is. Grandma's a pistol, and you don't. <laughs> it's better to let dog glide with her. Yeah. So um, I got out of that finally and got to my bedroom and shut the door and called a night. But that wasn't. Uh, but that didn't end my career, obviously. Well, I no, kinda, obviously not. <laughs> but uh, it was. It was. Uh, it was. It was an experience. I I knew uh, quite a few people I went to school with that had gotten high and didn't have like my experience. Yeah. Experience, but they would. A lot of them, I remember, anxiety was their issue. Yeah. They didn't like the 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 um, feeling of of that. They said that that mm-hmm. was really the biggest downfall for them. Like why they didn't do it. Yeah. Was because they did. They were like, man, oh, it does make me anxious, or I'm you know nervous or whatever and stuff and i'm like well you know that's how that works but to be to be that stoned and then end up still keeping doing it that's that that there tells you yeah some some dedication oh yeah definitely but it seems that the uh the main effects that i saw from other people strangely enough i've never felt any like of the adverse effects from marijuana like i've never been overly paranoid and i've never felt too anxious if anything it helps me feel a lot less anxious but i think that's only just because of the my background my medical makeup and whatnot is why it works that way yeah but like e he uh, paranoia that's all he would get when he'd smoke but he wouldn't stop and at a point, I'm like, buddy, you should probably stop smoking if you think everyone literally in the world's out to get you. That, that's almost that's almost seems like it's his rush. Yeah. You know, kind of like them horror freaks that at a point, they become numb to any real scare effects or, oh, yeah. or any true horrific things. You know, they can kind of... It take it take a lot to rattle the cages and mm-hmm. stuff like they that. They go for bigger and bigger things. Yeah. Until it next just like, thing. Yeah. Next. They're thing just completely know. desensitized to all of it. Yeah. You know and stuff and that's that's how he probably is. He probably just the type that's that thrives off that. You know. It's a it's a added on. Yeah. And that uh, just that high. weirds me out. Cause. I, if I were to get paranoid from it, I'm, I'm pretty sure even if I were to get paranoid just once when I first started smoking pot, I probably would have stopped completely and never would have picked it back up again. Scared you? Yeah, because that was one of my biggest fears, actually, going into it. Like, I've heard a lot of people say that you might feel start feeling a little weirder or that it might, like, 
cause psychosis or oh, shit yeah. like that. And I'm like, well, we'll try it the one time and see if we feel all right. We'll try a little bit. And since we were, they all they all knew I wasn't a heavy smoker. I literally just showed up after graduation, first time ever smoking. Yeah. Uh, we only smoked the one bowl inside that uh, railroad. Right, like when thingy. you told the stories. So. Yeah, but the next time afterwards, that ne- that the next time we smoked after that, still the same day, the whole big smoke down, other than the me completely being lost out of my mind and not knowing what time it was, I didn't hate it. it I actually, didn't I really, it, it didn't scare me from it, and actually, I kind of like wanted to try to chase it. Yeah, and be like that. that I well, felt pretty good. But yeah. that that got away from me really quickly to the point where I'm like, all right, it's not so feasible chasing that high because every high at this point is something different. Basically, well, just now I so choose so is yeah. To, try, what what mm-hmm. I would always I always call the groove trying yep. to trying to get, get that to the same groove, groove and then it, move. It doesn't always there. come the same way mm-hmm. and stuff. You when you said that. Um, movie about reefer madness yeah. i told you it was before my time what what it was the, what its purpose was to scare you from it to ever trying it. yeah okay but also what they figured it would do was also if you're trying it it would throw you into the paranoia and scare oh, you oh yeah definitely it. it's like all of a sudden you know okay i'm gonna try it i'm gonna try it you know you've seen the movie and i'm and I'm sure around that era, that era was ads splashed everywhere in the schools, the whole nine yards about yeah. how it's bad and what it, it'll make you go crazy, the whole the whole shebang, right? Yeah. And stuff. And I, I always figured it was a twofer because you, you got them scared that won't ever try it, for especially during that era. Mm-hmm. Then you got ones that may try it, but what you've done to them already, they're kind of already going to get anxiety or panic attack or whatever from it because it's kind of been already onsetted to them. Yeah, it's already been sewn into the brain that this is what's going to happen if you smoke. Yeah, the plumbing of all this propaganda about it. Yeah. And stuff. And, and, you know, to be in the uh, 80s like that and see this, it's you just look at it going, people really fell for this? Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, because like, I oh remember because we turned it as a, after we, you know, became quote unquote potheads, I guess they call it through yeah. high school. We ended up turning that movie into like a funny movie. It's for a us. comedy movie, basically. Yeah, because it's like the ridiculousness of, you know, this guy, they're showing a scene of a guy, he takes like one puff and he does this move or something takes off running and dives out a window yeah and that'll never happen and it's like no way <laughs> exactly no way i mean yeah i could see somebody doing it at, at a party or goofing off just to because of this but you know to dive out trying you know but mm-hmm. they're already got but, the calculations for how to land and everything you know that, and they're, also they're they would have done it, it sober regardless yeah they're doing it to be funny about mm-hmm. it but they're acting like that. This will make you do that, and then it was showing, you know, it, it was just so over the top that I couldn't. It's like I can't believe people actually fall for shit like yeah. this. Yeah, because I remember uh, when uh, mom first found out I was smoking pot. She made you uh, put on the 
reefer madness movie for me yeah. and within the first 10 15 minutes i just couldn't <laughs> stop laughing at it because it was completely ridiculous none of it made sense uh, and i knew half the shit that it was telling me was com- the complete uh, opposite of what actually would happen Oh that. yeah, yeah. By, it was by just, time it was alone, just complete proves propaganda. that completely wrong. Oh, oh yeah. I know. It it's like any any type of propaganda that you see. It it ain't gotta be decades and decades later. Mm-hmm. You know, like 30, 40, 50 years later, you're seeing the propaganda again, and it's like, oh, that was stupid. It, it's because it's all in real time. Yeah. It's, it's only after fact, you know, that you can see this, and then you get it. It to to be a father that you know has you boys that smoke and everything. At least I can say this much: you all were over the age. Mm-hmm. At least you weren't minors. That's yeah. the one good thing and stuff. That's the one thing I I always worried about and stuff because I never really hid it from you because I knew better to hide it from you. Mm-hmm. Being who you guys are, yeah, we would have would, find would, out regardless. Would, would have would have made you more want to know what the hell I'm up to. Exactly, <laughs> it's just easy. And my rules are my rules. You mm. do not do this. You mm. are in school. This is what you will do, regardless. Being a hypocrite by telling you guys that, yeah, seeing but... that I did it throughout it, but I know the consequences of those actions because mm-hmm. I didn't do as well in school, obviously, and. Stuff like that, and, and my grades could have been a lot better, but they weren't as good as they should have been. Yeah, stuff. And I graduated and all that. I mean, I still, you know, went on to school and all that stuff. Uh-huh. But it, 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 I knew where it would lead. That's why I told you guys, and that's one thing that made me proud that you guys weren't under the under the age, and you got out of school before you didn't mess around. Yeah, and um, smoking pot now. I definitely couldn't have done it when I was in school. My grades definitely would have suffered. I know that for a fact. And w- even when I did college, even if I didn't finish with it, I I even stopped smoking when I did college too. I didn't want to go through with it at, during that because I'm like, I'm not going to be able to pay attention. Yeah, this, and uh, this is where this is coming out of your pocket. Yeah, yeah there, and there's actually, for you, for you, you know, doing this yeah. is going to be a recourse financially along with yeah exactly educationally and i even had one guy i went outside for a cigarette after one of my classes and he, they were all smoking a blunt and you're like you want to hit this man and i'm like i'm good i can't i shouldn't they're like we respect that man i'm like you guys blaze it i can't yeah, like as much as i would love to right now trust they're, me they're poor parents is money hard at work there that's what i call that I, I mean, it's, I don't know. It, it's, don't, a, it's a given. I, I Now, I would understand that these college students, you know, they're they're done with their classes and studies for the day. And yeah. it's evening time. And they're, you know, maybe two hours before bed want to, you know, smoke a bowl and then watch a flick and then go oh, to bed. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's not a big deal, I, I think myself. But when, when it becomes your... Wake and bake. Oh, yeah, definitely. Those <laughs> the classic wake and bakes. And Lord knows I've done that once or twice, more often than not. But mm-hmm. uh, then you're, you know, you're, then you get the ones that are periodically through the day doing it. Yeah. Then, I, then you got the ones that are just full blown, basically. As that's often all as they it, can do. Yeah, they're pretty much smoking yeah. one every, maybe, we'll go by the hour. They're probably doing at least one or two one and a half to two an hour yeah you know because usually those guys you know they got a lot of pot and stuff around for one reason or the other you know mm-hmm. 
and nowadays, well, hell, you can grow it nowadays in some states, so, you know, that, that also, there's a big difference between our, my being able to get high in a paranoia that I'd already on set myself was because of the legal, legality issues, legal yeah, and stuff at that time, that was another issue, when I did do it, I was kind of skeptical with it, and then I went ahead and, you know, basically, I, I believe probably more peer pressured myself into doing it than, yeah. than them doing it. It wasn't like they were putting it in my face mm-hmm. and stuff. So, it, you know, it, it's it's more more or less where you're going to have to get a good fix on on controlling your life. So where you go at is it's been legalized probably a good good portion half your life in certain states yeah you know so this this in the stigmata that came with it for us too Mm -hmm. you know had also been chiseled away at so now it wasn't like unmotivated idiot uh you know the stereotypes of the of my era were way pushed away by the time you guys tried it so at least with you guys it's more lenient the laws when you know if you did get caught thank god you didn't yeah get caught by the police or something then you know you're not going to be fined as much you're not going to go to jail and end up in prison for it Mm -hmm. they don't you know that that's already been cut out type deal in these states and stuff like that so it's it's really a, a big difference between the way I did it the first time and you did, because there's no way. Um, I think you guys could have handled that with it not being legal and stuff like that, and it really pushed the envelope. Oh, yeah, definitely. Then. And I don't even understand how, uh, while I was up there on the vacation when I was first getting high, how we got away with half the things we did. It's But it, I'm lucky that we did. You, you'll find more than not that they, they overlook a lot of the police will overlook a lot of things because people don't call about it. Mm-hmm. Why bother you if you're not bothering nobody else? Yeah. If they're not being, if you're not being called on, especially nowadays, they're not going to bother with it. Even if it ain't fully legal or even medically they legal, they've still probably knocked it off the books to keep their jails from filling up. I mean, yeah. when I, when we were doing, you go to jail, go to jail. Yeah. It's not, uh, you know, you get arrested, bail out, and then you're, you get a fine. If you got an ounce or more, or, you know, there was, I knew people back in my day that for their own smoking purposes, they would buy like a quarter pound a week. Yeah. And stuff. And they're not smoking it really quick, but they're buying it one shot, you know, and maybe have it for a month, maybe an ounce a week, I don't know, or maybe two, two months. Doesn't yeah. Matter. Anyway, with 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 them doing that though back in my day and they get caught driving home to put it away because mm-hmm. they're not selling it i don't even mean selling it either i'm just talking about being a consumption person they would end up going to prison for it they'd end up receiving probably three to five year sentence which would mean they still regardless have to go and be locked up for extended period of times one way or the other with their jailing yeah. or with their being caught with the pot so for for you guys 
the biggest thing you're going to receive in live areas will be a fine, mm-hmm. a ticket, I guess they call it. Or at the very least, they tell us to empty it. Or, yeah, or yeah. they'll take it from you or whatever they do and stuff. So, you know, at least that's a, that's one thing we got 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 helped out with. You know, they finally got rid of the stigmata to it mm-hmm. where people weren't bad people because they smoked. There's a lot more people than you know of do than don't. Mm-hmm. And stuff. It, actually, when I first started smoking pot, it surprised me how many more people I knew that actually did smoke pot than didn't. Cause... All by the connection scene. Yeah, I mm-hmm. know what you're talking about. Little, just by... and, and, and after knowing, like, wait a minute. That's why they're going outside every five fucking minutes? <laughs> I, it, you, you put two and two together. Especially, yeah. and, and especially never smoking pot yourself. And then all of a sudden be like, okay, I know some of these habits. Literally almost everybody smokes pot. Yeah. And some people that'll say they never smoke pot, they're, they're some of the people that probably do and just lie about it because they don't want other people knowing. Well, yeah, you, there's a lot of people. It's not, not popular, I guess, nowadays. But in my time, there was a big thing called mind your own business. Yeah. <laughs> and... It, you didn't put it out there. Mm-hmm. You had hippies and stuff like that, but I mean, for the most part, that's why you didn't know they smoked pot. You know, now you recognize, okay, to sneaking off to the back porch and stuff, and they'd be yeah. out there knowing that everybody else in the house is smoking a, smoking cigarettes in the house and stuff. There's no problem doing that. But uh, but these two go out on a porch to smoke a cigarette. You know. Yeah. And now it make one one and one makes two. For you as in a, as you done it with people, yeah. But being a newbie or never or not newbie, but being someone that's never done it, then you don't really get it that what people do, you know. Mm-hmm. You would never suspect that person. You just think that, especially uh, if they drink and stuff, you'd think they'd had a couple cocktails, you know, because they're coming in a little giggly or whatever the oh, yeah, effect definitely. may be and stuff. All right, well. I guess we'll end this one with uh, that. And uh, thank you for listening. And please uh, visit us again. And thanks for listening to Dad and Son on the Coffee Bar Stories. Please join us each week for new stories. All music in today's episode was brought to you by Kevin McLeod.